0: Welcome to the Habits of Leadership podcast, brought to you by Cut Through Coaching. Helping leaders and their teams to thrive, professionally and personally.
1: Hello and welcome to the Habits of Leadership podcast. My name is Dan Hasler from Cut Through Coaching and joining me today is my colleague, Mr. Tim Perkins. Good
0: morning, Daniel. How are you?
1: Very well, mate. Very well. Now, today is the first of our new Bite size episodes. Tim, tell us a little bit about what we mean when we're talking about bite sized episodes.
0: So, this is an exciting time for us. This is uh, the beginning of something new in that you've just published a, a fascinating new book called The Act of Leadership. And so, what we're going to do with these episodes is just delve fairly briefly mm. into some of the concepts that you've raised in the book. Short episodes, maybe 10 minutes-ish, something along those lines for people just to start to have a bit of a think about and maybe influence their work day or or their work environment with these concepts in mind. So, um, Dan, why don't we kick off today? Tell us a bit about, you know, the idea of writing a book. It's a a big journey. Mm. Um, Why have you written a book and why have you written a book now?
1: Yeah. So it's um out as you mentioned it's actually available for pre-order as this goes to air and it's out um officially in in August the uh, 2021. And why did I write it now? Well, it's an interesting question. A lot of people say, you know, how long did it take to write? Um and if I'm being honest, it's taken me Um, probably about five or six years to write um, and but not formally so so what I mean by that it's um, it's a distillation if you like of of um, a lot of work that you and I have been doing um, in recent years and really I got the opportunity I guess to sit down and distill it and think it through and put it down on uh, I was gonna say on paper but put it down on the laptop screen and um, last year you know when um, Obviously, um, the little virus hit and um, schedules cleared, um, and yeah, it was a, it was an opportunity I thought to sit down and, and use that time productively um, as a kind of a way of saying, okay, well, this is everything we've been doing so far, and it's already prompting future ideas. You know, so it was kind of like this segue, if you like, between everything we've done in the past and just getting that clear and and charting away if you like of of continuing to hopefully positively impact uh, the people we work with moving forward from here
0: yeah so in this in this book you know there are lots of ideas that as you say we we do a lot of work around tell me you've called the book the act of leadership yep first of all why 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 the act of leadership
1: because um i've I've worked a lot with people in all different um, sectors, whether that's business, education, sport, where we'll be sitting down and we'll be talking through issues that they're facing. And so often, (laughs) so often people look back at me and go, yeah, I know all this. I know I should be doing this. And what's dawned on me is everybody knows what they're supposed to do. They just don't know how to do it. So everyone in the cold light of day, they know that they need to have challenging conversations. They know they need to bring people on board with change initiatives. They know that they should be really trying to get people engaged rather than just compliant. They know all this, and whilst they might even want to do that, they find it hard to do that in the heat of the moment. They find it hard in the you know in in, in the day to day busyness of of work. So the act of leadership is designed really to try and take what people know they should be doing and, and help them actually do it. So it's very much a um, it's it's based all around a coaching methodology. Each chapter is essentially a one on one coaching session, mm. in which, you know, I share um, some ideas, share some research, share some examples of, of uh, work we've done case studies, um, and then essentially ch- help people chart a way forward about how they can actually use that in their in their day to day
0: yeah so the, when i see the word act on the cover as i'm looking at it here now i'm seeing it very much as an action Yeah. this is the doing of leadership yep. and and if you say it quickly, active leadership mm-hmm. becomes active leadership yep. and and I kind of like that. That'll be the was second that, book. That'll be, that? <laughs> that'll be the next book I reckon. Was that <laughs> deliberate the idea that this really is a verb, this is an action, this is the doing of the leadership? It is now. It is now. Thanks for giving me that idea. Yeah. I
1: reckon I reckon down the track will de- that'll definitely be a, yeah, absolutely thought yeah. it should be about yeah. action and active activity. <laughs> um but yeah, it's it's something that um it, it the, the premise is absolutely right. Mm-hmm. You know that it is about what you do. It's about what you, how you show up every day, how you show leadership. You know, so many people tell me that they know. As I mentioned, you know, that I know all this mm-hmm. in the in the introduction. I talk about a, you know an NRL coach who looked at me and goes, "Yeah, I know all this." You know, and then basically brush me off. And it's like, well, I know you know it, mate, but you're not showing it because all your players are walking out. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it was a, it's it, it's it, the premise of the idea of it being a verb. Leadership, you know, is something that you show, not just something you know. Is mm. something that, um, yeah, is is, is um, present. I think throughout virtually every page, I would mm. suggest in the book.
0: One of the things you talk about early on in the book is the leadership quandary. And mm. just hearing you raise the NRL there is a really interesting way of looking at this. A lot of our work has been in education. We both have education backgrounds. And we're very aware that very capable teachers get promoted into positions of leadership, eventually perhaps to the to the big chair a, mm. as a principal of a school. Interestingly, in the NRL, uh, we're increasingly seeing situations where fantastic players mm. who are articulate and good thinkers move into the coaching realm. Yep. And so we end up in this sort of what you refer to as the quandary where people are sort of put into these positions because people around them think they'll be really good at it because they've shown skills in another domain mm. uh, and then they might end up f- being in a situation where they haven't really be- been trained as leaders yep. uh, and they start to, this imposter syndrome starts to creep in. Yep. Tell us a bit about that.
1: Yeah, so the the quandary or the leader's quandary was a, a phrase that I sort of it came to me as I was, I was writing because... It's not, everyone, not everyone, that's a huge generalization. A lot of people I talk to who find themselves in leadership positions invariably um, got that leadership position because they were good at what they were now being asked to lead, if that makes sense. So, you know, so someone who made good sales figures inevitably got asked to lead the sales team. As you say, the good footballer inevitably gets asked to coach other footballers the the good teacher inevitably gets asked to lead other teachers to be good teachers. And so what happens is that they get promoted without the requisite skills, and the requisite understanding of what it takes to lead a group of people to achieve what up until that point, they'd been really good at achieving. So when you're working with somebody who is good at something, Or or let's say, you know, let's say you're good at something. Sometimes you forget what it's like not to be good at that thing, and you can't understand why other people don't get it, or you don't understand why other people don't care as much, or you don't understand why people behave in that way. And that's where the quandary starts, because... You know, leadership isn't about getting everyone to be like you. Leadership is about recognizing where people are at and helping them be the best version of themselves and being able to help them then, you know, affect whatever it is that we're, we're trying to do for that common, that common goal. When you get promoted into that position and people are expecting you to be good and hoping you're going to be good and you want to be good, sometimes the easiest way to help other people um, do their job better is do it for them. or, or, you know, step in and and fix holes or cover up or whatever it might be. And what happens is people look back at you and they thank you for that. They go, oh, that's great, thank you so much. Couldn't have done it without you. Couldn't have done it without you, yeah. Yeah. And down the track, whilst in the moment that feels great for everyone involved, down the track, not too far down the track, that starts to create significant issues. Your people don't grow, they're not empowered, and you end up getting more frustrated by the fact that they're not growing you know and they're not empowered and they they keep coming to you with the same issues but then you're also very aware of the fact that they like you because you're fixing their issues for them mm. and so you don't want to risk that relationship by then throwing it back to them and this is what I talk about the the leader's quandary you know you, you end up feeling frustrated at other people for something that essentially you're doing mm. you know you're you're stepping into the breach you're essentially removing the opportunities that that person has to grow because of how you want to be thought of and how you you know the, the relationship that you want to have with that person and that is a real challenge for a lot of people because people they didn't they don't know this right they get sent away on a course or they get given a book or <laughs> and that's essentially thought of as as um, their leadership training mm. um, and and it's quite clearly not enough and everyone can resonate with this and that's why we know it's not enough
0: So what I'm hearing there, the sort of subtext of this is that emotional intelligence and self-awareness are going to play significant roles in good leadership.
1: Yeah, I think that the thing that I would leave people to think about on that idea of um, emotional intelligence, it's, it's about really understanding that, you know, leadership isn't about you. It's about the people that you're leading. And A lot of the time leaders give themselves an out or they give themselves, for want of a better word, an excuse by saying, yeah, but they don't care enough or they don't, they're just not stepping up or they're professional. Why can't they do their job? Or I'll hear things like, you know, um, I'm not here to be their friend. I'm here to do a job. I'm not here to be liked. Or I'll hear things like, um, you know, well, I'm just treating them the way I want to be treated. And I think for me, the, the pinnacle of emotional intelligence is recognizing that it's not about treating people how you want to be treated, it's treating them how they want to be treated and treating them in a way that um, brings out the best of them. And that's really what the whole premise of the book is about is recognizing the interplay between how you show up, how your team show up and, and what's required to make that work, not only for you, but for them and whoever it is that you're serving, whether it's um, you know customers, students, Um, clients, you, you name it.
0: Okay, well, uh, you've given us a nice little tasty morsel there, Dan. If people want to know more about this at this stage, um, I believe there's a website.
1: Indeed, indeed. So um, people can just head over to actofleadership.com and there they can pre-order the book. They can actually also download um, uh, the introduction for free uh, just to see if they want to invest any more of their hard-earned cash or time into the book. Um, But yeah, actofleadership.com and there's heaps of resources there for you. Fantastic.
0: I hope look forward to our next little bite-sized chat. Thanks Dad.
1: Cheers mate.